Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today, if you guys are you know, wanting to become a fashion stylist or in the fashion industry at all and just want to get to that next level, Risa is your girl. I have her with me. And Risa, please do a little intro and then we'll kind of get into the nitty gritty of it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and, and so nice to meet you finally. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, um, thanks for that awesome intro. I am a wardrobe stylist and personal shopper, and I've been doing that for almost the last decade, which is so wild. Um, coming up on 10 years as a stylist. And I also have a fashion emergency kit company called the rescue kit company. So we make fashion emergency kits for brides and everyone who gets dressed. I love that. I absolutely love that. So I kind of want to get into you know, this whole field of fashion, what kind of intrigued you the most about it? Yeah. So I actually fell into the fashion industry completely by accident. Mm -hmm. I had zero idea that I would end up in fashion. Um, I always loved clothing growing up. Uh, My mom was a seamstress and used to make me clothes on demand and my own little ready to wear collection. And that was really I would say the catalyst for being intrigued by what fashion could do for you and how it could open doors and how it could help you express yourself through what you wore. And I also was really into theater as a kid. So I grew up on stage doing dance and theater and acting and singing. And I love that this world you got to step into was possible through what you wore and like becoming someone else and dressing as someone else and being a character for that day and being on stage and in the spotlight. It's like when you put those clothes on, you became like this high level theatrical and next level person uh, Mm -hmm. that you just didn't even know you could be. So eventually I found my way to doing that in how I dressed for every day. But the, the, the most intriguing part is you have the capability to become anyone in that moment through what you put on. And that's what I loved the most about it. And the way you're kind of explaining is that confidence factor, right? You become that confident person within fashion. Um, you know, when you, when you feel, when you dress well, you feel well. Right. And so I guess my next question for you is when you're dealing with clients, right. Um, what kind of tips do you give them to make them kind of feel a little bit more comfortable, not just working with you, but with themselves? That's a great question. I think a lot of getting dressed is dealing with what's happening on the inside and these sort of limiting beliefs that we put on ourselves. I I think one of the most common phrases I hear people say when they slide into my DMs or shoot me an email and, and want to work with me is, I loved when you wore X. I could never pull that off. And I'm sure you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've said that before. And 
the first thing I say is, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we need to reframe that. And we need to really get to the root of why would you even think that? You know, of course, we can't go and wear the exact same things as everyone that we see online, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Dressing for your body type, I do, I do think that that is important when you're getting dressed is like keeping your lifestyle, your body type, your budget. There's a recipe there. Uh, But if there's something that you want to try and you're just nervous to do it because you think you can't do it, those limiting beliefs just don't exist in the work that I do. I build people's confidence before we start the shopping process. Mm -hmm. And the way that I do that is infusing that in our first initial phone call and getting a feel for how ready somebody feels to sort of make that move. Because a lot of it is just in your head. And I think what holds people back is this idea that, well, number one, it might working with a stylist might feel really fancy or it might just feel out of reach. And it's really not. I think for a lot of people, I make it as approachable as possible. I make it really friendly. It's like you're hanging out with your girlfriend who yep. happens to be really good at shopping and sourcing and, and you know, dressing other people's body types, but mm-hmm. I knock out all of the fears in that beginning step. So first on a phone call and then second inside the closet. So that is where the deepest, darkest fears come mm-hmm. out. They surface. We go back through the depths of your closet. It's like taking a walk down memory lane. Yep. And we talk about you know, maybe how things that used to fit don't fit anymore, or our bodies have shifted, or maybe there you've had children and you don't know how to dress for the life that you have now, or you want to be a cool mom. I hear that all the time. I'm like, you are a cool mom. <laughs> there's no, there's no want to be about it. Like you are still that person. And so it's really about life coaching and getting to the root of what might they be feeling and what they might they be feeling held back by? And who are they getting dressed for? And a lot of times I hear other people's names come into the mix and I'm like, no, let's get back to you. Let's get back to what makes you feel really good. What empowers you? What gives you the confidence? Sometimes it's as simple as just getting rid of something that doesn't serve them anymore. That just has a bad memory or doesn't work for their body and just needs to get out of sight so it can be out of their mind. I I kind of want to take a moment because I think that that was a lot of great information. And I know that it was totally helpful for the listeners that are listening. And I think that I want to get into, you know, <clears throat> you're almost like, um, I don't know if it's like a, a therapist, right? When, with this type of stuff, it's very, very personal. Yes. So how do you kind of I, you kind of spoke about it, but how do you get them to feel a little bit comfortable with, with, with you as their, almost their, their person when it comes to yes. styling? Yeah. It's a great observation. I should have a counseling uh, <laughs> certification. <laughs> I should probably go and get one. I, here's how, here's what works for me. Mm-hmm. I become the person for them that I needed when I was struggling. Mm. As simple as that. I champion them. I hear them. I listen to them. I validate them. And I humanize myself. I think a lot of people look at what I do for work and they think my life is so glamorous, but it's not. I struggle just like everyone else. There's clothes all over my floor when I'm picking out an outfit. <laughs> I I am the same 
as everybody else. I just happen to be really, really good at cheerleading for people. I am a professional cheerleader through and through. I am a girl's girl. I want to see women succeed. I've struggled with being on the receiving end of women who were not kind, struggled with that from a really young age. And I turned that into a superpower and the capability to make sure that women don't ever feel the way that I felt in those moments. And I combined my love of getting dressed and helping other people get dressed and my ability to source the perfect clothes for the perfect person, like those, the marriage of the right clothes for the right person and their lifestyle. And I just combined that that humanization that you that you want to feel when you work with somebody. You don't want to work with somebody who feels out of reach and that makes you feel really uncomfortable. You certainly mm-hmm. don't want to change in front of them no. um, and try on clothes and be in your most vulnerable state. You want to know that that person is just like you. So the minute that I can share my fears as well, share what I've been through, let them know that I, I too am there when I get dressed. And just because you see the finished outfit on Instagram doesn't mean it didn't take me a million outfits (laughs) to get there. Hours. Exactly. So I just think that being able to be on the same level as somebody is all somebody ever wants. They just want to be heard and they want to know that they're not alone. And I think that that's in any situation. And do you ever walk into like a doctor's office or a dentist's office where you really feel like they're not listening to you and they're, they're holier and now in their position. And I'm not trying to single out those people, but mm-hmm. that's just where I've had those experiences before. I never want my clients to feel that way. I never want them to, to feel judged by me or to feel like they can't afford something that I might be wearing because newsflash, it's probably a resale item anyway. And I probably <laughs> right. didn't pay full price and I'm mm-hmm. never going to gatekeep that ever from you. Because I just want people to authentically know that it is possible to get there and the end result is possible with the right person who really hears you and really understands what your needs are. I I absolutely love that. And I think that I kind of want to hold into that whole women supporting women factor, right? Especially in this particular field, it's not easy to find those women that are going to like champion you are going to be your, your cheerleader. And I so resonated with what you you were saying. Like, I feel that, that I'm the same way. I'm, I'm that hype girl. I'm going to be there for you. So, I mean, when you see somebody that's like kind of a little bit above your level, right. In, in your industry, are you, are you willing to connect with them and see like what works for them? Or are you willing to like, be like, well, she did it. So I, I don't know if I can. Here's the thing about me. I'm willing to connect with everybody. Exactly. I would, I love connecting with other women. If somebody reaches out to me now, I, I do get a lot of messages that, that want people want me to give them advice and I'm not an influencer, right? So like, Mm -hmm. I can't just like send you a link to something and then that's like a cash flow for me. Um, so I am, I do protect my, my, business, the business side of what I do and my energy in that way. So, you know, that's a little bit different, but connection wise, nobody is out of reach for anyone. And I, you're only one call, one message, one text, one DM away from 
being connected to somebody that you love and admire. Uh, case in point, I was living in New York City doing fashion PR for a women's clothing line. And I absolutely love today style contributor Bobby Thomas. And oh, yes, I was, yes. uh-huh. he's one of my um, most beloved women in the fashion and style world because Mm -hmm. she authentically shows up as herself. She authentically promotes brands. She's kind. She is a girl's girl and she knows a thing or two about style. And she and I both have both fashion and beauty backgrounds. And I just really love her. She champions people. She makes them feel warm and fuzzy. And that's why she's one of my style icons to admire. Mm -hmm. And when I was working in the PR world and sending samples to the Today Show and really trying to work with her on a close level, I reached out directly. And the next thing you knew, I was on a style swap segment being filmed for the Today Show in Bobby's home. And I was with my style icon and was able to communicate with her directly and met her family. And co-mingled with women of all shapes and sizes and colors and backgrounds because that's who she is. And that's the type of women that she brings together. So when I look at people who are doing what I do, but maybe being doing it on a bigger platform or a bigger, bigger scale, I feel inspired. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I want to do what they're doing, I can, mm-hmm. I can do it. It, it. it might take me a couple extra emails uh, and a little bit more perseverance, but I can do it. It, you know, and I'm doing what I love most right now, which is working with regular women. I have worked with high profile clients and I still do here and there. A lot of athletes or athletes wives or, um, you know, people in the public eye, people that speak on big stages. I've done that and I do that. But what feels so fulfilling to me is working with the woman who struggles with just everyday dressing, mm-hmm. who maybe is at a time in her life where she doesn't feel her most confident or she's been through a bodily change or she maybe like me has been through a car accident and is left with a scar and wants to cover it up and dress around it or dress to make herself feel like she's that person that she was, but this is the new her, whatever it is that a woman is going through. Cause we're all going through something, right? Yep. If I can just get my hands on her and say, Hey, we're in this together. Like you have to get dressed. So how are we going to do this? So you feel good about yourself. And so you walk out that door and feel like the newest, most amazing version of you. Um, those are the people I really want to work with. And I mean, I think that, you know, the one major thing that you've said there is anything is attainable if you just step out of your comfort zone and do it. Like, mm-hmm. I I mean, that story you just shared, it was it was really inspiring. It, it says, it says that anything is possible. You, you just have to be like, this is, this is who I want to connect with, or this is what I want to be. I want to do and just do it. What's the worst that could happen? They say, no, it, it, it can't happen right now. And that's the ultimate fear. I think that a lot of people have, right. Is that initial, but what if they say no, mm-hmm. then you just move on. It wasn't meant to be, but what if they say yes? So I think mm-hmm. that was like super, super powerful. That whole story. And as we kind of like round out now, when with all the success that you've had thus far, one, what's next for you? And second, what is that like ultimate legacy that you want that you would would like to leave? I love that question. Well, 
if you want to know what I want to be known for, it's taking care of women and giving them peace of mind when they get dressed every single day. So my legacy will by far be, I hope, the Rescue Kit Company, which is my fashion emergency kit line, because that is my whole brain in a bag. That is everything that I have done from the minute I was around weddings and on stages or backstage behind the curtain at a runway, whatever it is, that is a culmination of every ounce of my big dreams and the work that I've done in the fashion and beauty industries. It's a combination of all of my tips and tricks and tools and my heart and my soul and my passion and this gusto that I feel for taking care of women. And this is a way for me to give them a product a consumable product that they can go out and grab a tangible product, I should say, that they're able to have with them at the most important times of their life, whether it's their the night of their proposal or their engagement party or their wedding or taking the stage for a big event or going out on a first date or going out on a date after not having done so in six years or whatever it may I be. Might need the, I might need that. I might need that. Uh, you and me both, sis. <laughs> You and me both. But I I hope that when people think of me, my legacy is that I championed women, that I took care of them, and I gave them every tool that they needed in their tool belt to feel like their most confident self. And I hope that when people think of me, they think of me as somebody who always championed women and who always gave people the confidence that we all deserve to have when we wake up and face the day every single day. Um, and to answer your question about what's next is, you know, my styling business is ever evolving. Mm -hmm. I am working on some fun things to put a twist on the work that I've been doing for the last 10 years, because I do have a little bit of a 10 year itch in terms of what I offer and how I can present myself and how I can make it really accessible for people. So you'll have to stay tuned for what those changes are, but I hope that my business continues to be, um, I guess, just a place of like style refuge for people where they mm. feel like they can fully be themselves and just fully feel taken care of. Um, and of course, for Rescue Kit, you know, that is always what's next for me. Uh, you can only do so much as one single person out there servicing people. And it takes a lot of time, energy, effort, blood, sweat, tears, pounding of the pavement um, to be a stylist and to be up on the current trends at all times and Mm -hmm. to take care of people's needs who might need you around the clock and who really depend on you when they are getting dressed for those special occasions. And it's just a lot for one person. I don't have any help. I do it all myself. And, you know, so Rescue Kit is my way of continuing on as a business and having a product that could potentially make money in my sleep and that I can, you know, just really apply some of my long-term like big goals and big ideas to, and I can reach a broader audience. I want to reach women worldwide and I want them to feel my heart and my stamp on this product. Well, your, your mission is incredible and I want to honor you in really truly living out this legacy that you want to live because it, it is coming true. I, you know, I see it 
through your social media. I see it within the story that you're sharing now, and it's only the beginning for you. And I know that my listeners are going to want to reach out, reach out to you, want to connect with you. So share all the things on how they can do that. And I'll put it in the show notes. Absolutely. Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram at, at Risa Costas. It's R-I-S-A-K-O-S-T-I-S. And then at the Rescue Kit Co. to follow the kits and you know see what's going on there. We're making a lot of really cool updates. And then my website is risacostas.com and the Rescue Kit site is therescuekitco.com. So I love connecting with people. They can certainly shoot me an email, Risa at risacostas.com. I love hearing from people and they can always book a virtual session with me as well. And uh, I work with women all over the country. I've got clients East Coast to West Coast. And I just love uh, being able to connect with women in that way. Well, you all definitely reach out to Risa. And I, I truly appreciate you just taking the time and chatting with us. And I can't wait to see what's next for you. I really can. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. And if you guys love this episode, please share, um, tag us, share it on your socials. We'll show you back some love, but thank you guys. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm, that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bellamel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.